Okay, welcome to my podcast known as Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program. I'm your oldie host, John Lovering, and I'm recording this podcast on November 1st, 2022. I'm feeling a bit, well, probably logy as I have had way too much candy from my grandchildren's trick-or-treat efforts. I had a good deal with them, though. Uh, 20% of all their candy goes to Grandpa. So I am, I'm good until uh, Thanksgiving, I think. They cried a little when I made them pay up, but I, I did let them choose which items in their bags they would give me. I must admit, I will be eating a lot of apples, bananas, and semi-sweet chocolate bars. It reminds me, who would give a kid a banana for Halloween? Okay, don't, don't email me the answer. A monkey? Well, Marco Polo did not go trick-or-treating. He was here in my computer waiting for me to turn a couple episodes of The Adventures of Marco Polo loose to you so we could advance to the two episodes uh, for this uh, broadcast. Episode 35, entitled Learning of Argun's Teacher, and episode 36, Going on a Field Trip to the Dungeon. Well, not really a field trip. I mean, there are no buses chaperones, lunches, things like that, or rather a simple visit to the dungeon on a dreary day. Now, I don't know if it was dreary in terms of the weather, but visiting a dungeon in the late 1200s must have been just plain dreary in and of itself, wouldn't you say? I think so. This is the outstanding Australian production starring George Edwards in a number of roles. He often played more than one character, and in this series he is both Marco Polo and Kubla Khan. Ah, the miracle of radio. Well, continue to sort out my, uh, while I continue to sort out my Halloween candy, I'm going to let you hear these two episodes from The Adventures of Marco Polo and remind you that they will be stored in the uh, wearouts. Marco Polo playlist, and there are about 16 more episodes remaining in the in the 52-part uh, series. I thank you for listening. Enjoy your visit to the dungeon, and be good because you do not want to wind up living there. We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Kinsai, the daughter of Manji the robber, decided to marry Marco Polo, but he managed to persuade her to wait until he returned from his journey with Kublai Khan. The journey recommenced, and eventually the royal cavalcade reached the wealthy city of Ziamba. On approaching the city, Kublai Khan called a halt, and then a young officer named Argon approached him and told him that Akambal, the governor of the city, had disappeared, taking with him many riches which belonged to Kublai Khan. What on earth has happened to me? I always thought that I could trust my officers, but now, one after another, they fail me. First, my nephew, Van Chu, 
then my trusted advisor, Akhmat, and now Akambal. Has my empire become corrupt? Is it about to collapse? Be of good courage, O oh great and mighty Kublai Khan. There must be wicked men in all walks of life. Many there are who are loyal and true to you. Oh, this young man, Argon, has remained true to the trust you placed in him. Uh, that is true, but it pains me that my friends whom I trusted should fail me. Tell me, Argon, how did you come to be a captain in your army? Oh, Akambal trusted me and raised me to a position of greatness, O oh mighty Khan. Are you a native of the city of Ziamba? I am. It is well. Mayhap you will be my new governor. Uh, where is Marco Polo? I am here, mighty Khan. It seems that I have been deceived once again, Marco Polo. It is well that I am making this visit to my dominions. And I am glad that I have you with me. You uh, may have to aid me many times. Well, I'm always at your service, great and mighty Khan. Let us proceed then to the city of Ziamba. I will occupy the governor's palace, and my Venetian friends will also stay in that palace. I will lead you to the city, most noble Khan. It seems that you have brought a large army with you. Where I go, my army goes. I need protection. Lead on, Argon. Eventually, Kublai Khan and the Venetians were lodged in the governor's magnificent palace in Ziamba. The Khan had not received a very warm welcome in Ziamba. People stood in sullen little groups in the streets, and not a voice was raised to cheer. Marco Polo discussed the reception with his father and his uncle. We did not receive a very warm welcome here, Maffeo. It seems that the people of this city are ripe for rebellion. True. I did not like the reception which we received. Uh, what is your opinion of Argon? You mean the young captain who came to meet us? Yes. I did not like the look of him. Oh, why not, Maffeo? He seems to be a fine, upstanding young man. He at least is loyal to the Khan. My brother Niccolo, in our business you have always trusted to my intuition. And if I distrust a person, you know I am always right. Mm, yes, that is true. But you have no reason for distrusting Argon. I am not sure that I like Argon. After all, if he is so loyal to the Khan, why did he not organize the people so that they gave the Khan a fitting welcome? The people certainly looked sullen and discontented. Yet the Khan says they're not very heavily taxed. I think I shall further my acquaintance with Argon. Perhaps we have not heard the full facts of the case regarding the missing governor. The governor took with him many jewels and precious stones belonging to the Khan. Apparently, he's been systematically robbing his ruler for years. Have a care. Someone comes. Oh, who is it? By a veiled woman. What wants you here? I look for one called Marco Polo. I am Marco Polo. What wants you with me? Marco Polo, I crave your aid. But I must speak with you alone. Why, who are you? My name is Kaila. But if I am found here in the palace, I will be put to death. Why do you wish to speak with me? Bid your companions go. Then I will speak with you. My father and my uncle, would you leave me for a little while? Uh, Marco, you must not start flirting again. You've caused us more than enough trouble as it is. I have no intention of starting to flirt, my uncle. Will you go now? Oh, come, Niccolo. We shall go now. Well, Kaila, why have you sought speech with me? Because I trust you. They say you are an honest man, that you have done great service for Kublai Khan. I am the friend of Kublai Khan, but his enemies hate me. 
tell you my story. I am Kaila, the daughter of Akambal, the governor of Ziamba. The daughter of Akambal, the governor who has robbed the Khan? My father did not rob the Khan. He has been imprisoned by rebels for the past two years, and the scoundrel Argon has ruled in his name. Many times has my father sought to make his escape, but he has not succeeded. I escaped from the wrath of Argon. I have been living in hiding at the outskirts of the city. I cannot go to the Khan to tell my story. He is too closely guarded by the soldiers of Argon. But I have come to you to beg your aid. Do you speak the truth? I swear by Allah that I speak the truth. Where is your father imprisoned? In the dungeons beneath this very palace, which is his. He is old and broken now, and they may kill him. They shall not kill him, and you shall have my aid, Kayala. But I beg that you raise your veil, that I may look upon your face. You may look upon my face, Marco Polo. The daughter of Akambal is indeed beautiful. I am glad that the great Marco Polo sees fit to admire me. But promise that you will aid my father, and that you will tell the Khan the truth. I promise you my aid. Argon is a wicked man. He won my father's confidence. Then he turned the soldiers against my father. Argon has robbed and plundered. He has ground down the people. So that is why they are sullen and threatening. Promise me that you will have a care. If Argon learns that you are suspicious, he may cause my father to be put to death. I cannot understand why he has allowed your father to live for so long. Because they torture him, to make him sign documents which are sent to Kubla Khan. I understand. And I assure you, Kaila, that Argon will be punished. I trust you, Marco Polo. Now I'm, I must go. Go now, but I beg that you come to see me again when your father has been released. I will come to thank you. Well, have a care. Do not let them find you in the palace. One of the soldiers is my friend. He arranged for me to come here. He will arrange for me to leave safely. But I warn you, most of the soldiers in this palace are in the pay of Argon. The Khan has a large army camped inside the walls. I know it. But Argon's men are in the palace. I will remember that. Go now, Kayla. Leave everything to me. I only ask that you will return if I am successful in releasing your father. Then, might I ask one favor? What is it? That I may plant a kiss upon those ruby red lips. Succeed in that mission, and that favor will be granted, Marco Polo. Now, I bid you farewell, and may good fortune attend you. After Kaila had departed, Marco Polo stood in thought for some time. Then he made his way to the apartments of the great Kubla Khan. He found the doors guarded by giant Nubians, bearing carved scimitars. These formidable sentries barred his progress. Marco ordered that his name be sent to the Khan, and eventually he was admitted. He found Kubla Khan in converse with Argon. Marco Polo, my eyes are indeed glad to look upon you. What think you of my Nubian sentries? Fine men, fine men, great Kubla Khan. Yes, I would like an army of Nubians. They are wonderful fighters. You may notice that the palace guard consists almost entirely of Nubians. Yes, I, I trained those soldiers myself. They are pleased to be able to guard the great Kubla Khan. You are indeed fortunate that Argon should have been on hand to take over the duties of Akambal, the governor. Yes, I am very impressed with Argon. We have just been studying the crimes of Akambal. 
and large quantities of money have been stolen from me. Akambal has indeed enriched himself at my expense. But Argon is going to be governor here. He will search for Akambal and put him to death. I have placed a document before the great Khan, begging that he order the death of Akambal, if ever he is found. And I have applied my seal on the document. The thief Akambal is under sentence of death, and Argon shall rule here in his stead. You are indeed wise, mighty Khan. And I would like to ask Argon a few questions about this province, with your permission. Proceed, Marco Polo. Are you not my advisor? Tell me, Argon, who has dispensed justice to the people of Ziamba since the departure of Akambal? Why, I took it upon myself to dispense justice. All wrongdoers have been severely punished. Ah, a most noble young man. It seems that Argon is indeed an estimable young man. Tell me, Argon, have many people been in prison for wrongdoing? There are quite a number of people in the dungeons. Are there any people in the dungeons of this castle? Oh, yes, Marco Polo, why do you ask? The Khan is a great and just ruler. And although you have done well here, I am sure the Khan will wish to dispense justice himself. It seems that the people are rather sullen, and it will make a good impression if the Khan visits the dungeons to hear their wrongs, to know why they have been imprisoned. Oh, that is not necessary. Oh, but Marco Polo, I am not in the habit of visiting dungeons. Did you not come to visit me in a dungeon in Kalagar, mighty Khan? And did that not profit you? Oh, it profited me well. If I had not visited you, then Akmath uh, might have slain me. Mayhap it will always profit you to visit dungeons. And I strongly advise you to visit the dungeons of this palace, great Kubla Khan, that you may speak with the wretched prisoners yourself. I have sworn that I will always follow your advice, Marco Polo. We shall go to the dungeons now. Uh, lead the way, Argon. Oh, but, uh, but great and mighty Kubla Khan, it is not fitting that you should visit the outcasts in the dungeons. You have heard the orders of Kubla Khan. He intends to visit the dungeons now. And you will lead us there. We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo and his companions arrived at Ziamba, where they found that the governor, Akambal, had disappeared. Marco Polo received a visit from a beautiful girl who told him her name was Kaila and that she was the daughter of Akambal, the missing governor. She told Marco Polo that her father had been imprisoned by Argon and that he was hidden in the dungeons below the palace. Marco Polo then went into the presence of Kubla Khan, and he persuaded the Khan to pay a visit to the dungeons. Argon opposed this. Argon, 
The Khan has said that he is going to the dungeons. Why do you hesitate? Well, uh, because I do not think it is fitting for the Khan to visit the dungeons. It is dangerous. Well, why should it be dangerous? Will not your trusted Nubians guard me, Argon? They will guard you well, Kubla Khan. But give me a little time to prepare the dungeons. You see, since Akambal fled, we have not had time to organize things properly. The dungeons are filthy, and the prisoners must be prepared before the great Kubla Khan looks upon them. Most high and mighty Kubla Khan, is it not obvious that Argon does not wish us to look at the dungeons? Why are you afraid for us to look at the dungeons, Argon? I, I, I'm not afraid. Then lead the way. Hear me, please. It is a great honor to me that Kubla Khan should visit the city of Ziamba and that I should be appointed as his governor. But I desire the Khan to see everything at its best. I crave an hour before he visits the dungeons. I do not mind if the dungeons are not prepared. You seem to be afraid of something, Argon. Are the prisoners ill-treated and tortured? Is there something which you do not wish me to see? Why should I strive to hide anything from you, noble Khan? Speak the truth, Argon. Is there something which you do not wish the Khan to see? Why do you wish me to take him to the dungeons? Have you been acting as a spy? What words are these? Are you not the Khan's loyal and trusted servant? Why should I spy on you? Come, come now, we've heard enough of this argument. I always follow Marco Polo's advice, and that advice has stood me in good stead. I desire to see the dungeons now, this minute without further delay. Oh, so be it, mighty Khan. If you will follow me, I will arrange for a troop of Nubian sentries to accompany us. It is well. Lead on. Argon gave orders to certain Nubian soldiers, and 12 of them accompanied the Khan and Marco Polo on their journey to the dungeons. They went down stone steps to the dark, airless dungeons, and there a sad sight met their eyes. Prisoners in rags and tatters prayed for food. Their cries were pitiful, and the Khan questioned Argon about them. There are many prisoners in these dungeons, Argon. Have they all committed grave crimes? They have all committed grave crimes, most noble Khan. Uh, that man there to the right plotted against you. He is striving to bring about the overthrow of your rule. I had him arrested and saw that he was given a hundred lashes. He was friendly with Akambal, the traitor. Those who plot against me deserve to suffer. Have we looked in all the dungeons, Argon? Uh, you have. You lie, Argon. There is a dungeon at the far end of that passage. It has a steel door. We demand to look in there. Oh, uh, uh, there is a very dangerous prisoner in that dungeon. It is not safe to open the door. Nevertheless, the Khan desires to look upon all the prisoners. Nothing must be hidden from me. Almost I find it in my heart to pity these poor creatures. Although they have plotted against me. Although they are criminals. Would it not be better to put them to death? I, I shall have them put to death if you desire it, most noble Khan. Well, let us walk along to this cell at the end of the passage. We desire the door to be opened. And, uh, I, I tell you, the prisoner in there is most dangerous. He may attempt to attack the Khan. I have my Nubian bodyguard here to protect me. Can they not prevail against one man? Oh, most noble Khan, a, a strange thing has happened. Why, what is it? I, uh, I, I cannot find the key to that dungeon. You have many keys there, Argon. Is not the key of the dungeon amongst them? I cannot see it. Here, give me the keys. Let me try them in the door. Who are you to interfere with my plans? I was speaking to the Khan. And I am speaking for the Khan. Why do you desire that this steel door should be open, Marco? You will soon see. I think this key fits. Look, you. Most noble Khan, hear me, please. The Khan will hear you afterwards, Argon. We go now into this cell. 
it is dangerous. Had not the Nubians better go first? Why? One old man lies upon the floor of the cell. Come, most noble Khan, and look upon his features. I can explain. Why, the man is Akambal, who was governor of Ziamba. That man was Akambal. But see, he is dead now. He has not been dead for very long. Argon, what does this mean? You told me that Akambal had escaped from Ziamba, that he robbed me, and yet I find his body here in the dungeon. I, I captured him yesterday, most noble Khan. Uh, I ordered him to be imprisoned. Why was I not told? I intended to tell you today. Argon, why keep on with this futile lie? You know that Akambal was no thief. He was loyal to his Khan. But you caused him to be seized and thrown into this prison. You brought about his death. You tortured him. And today, you caused the Khan to sign a document authorizing you to kill Akambal. Then later, you intended to display his body. It was not Akambal who robbed the Khan. It was not Akambal who oppressed the people. It was Argon. Is this the truth? Is this white Venetian a devil? How did he guess this secret? I did not guess it. I heard it from the lips of Kaila, the daughter of Akambal. But it seems I was too late to save him. Argon, you have slain my old friend Akambal. I am thankful that he was not disloyal to me. But his death shall be revenged. You shall be boiled in oil. Not so. The Khan and Marco Polo are here in this dungeon. These Nubians are my men and they will obey me. Prevent the Khan and Marco Polo from leaving here. Let them be locked in the dungeon. You would not dare. I seized power. I did not expect a visit from you, Kubla Khan. Now that you have found out the truth, I will fight to save myself. Your soldiers cannot aid you. They are encamped at the far end of the town. The palace guards are my men. It is true that I did slay Akambal. I poisoned him. He has been my prisoner for a long time. I have enriched myself. And I will continue to enrich myself because Kubla Khan will be no more. Lock them in this cell. Marco Polo, save me! Back, Marco Polo. One step forward and the Nubians will sever your head from your shoulders. Close the door of the dungeon. Marco Polo, Marco Polo. Now we're in a sorry strait. Most noble Khan, I am sorry that I, I led you into danger. Why did you not tell me about Akambal? I wish you to find out for yourself. But have no fear. We will soon be rescued from this dungeon. And Argon will pay the penalty for his crimes. Well, how do you know that? I took the precaution of informing my father and my uncle of my plans. I wanted Argon to portray himself, and very soon soldiers from your army will seize the palace and set us free. Well, I, I wish they would hurry. I, 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 I do not like this cell. It is badly ventilated. It is damp. I ask pardon for bringing this trouble upon you, but I have revealed a traitor. You have done well, Marco Polo. You have not failed me. Well, now I suppose we must contain ourselves in patience until help arrives. Niccolo Polo and Matteo had remained in their quarters while Marco Polo went to the dungeons with the Khan and Argon. They had dispatched Benno with a message to the leader of the Khan's army and they impatiently awaited his return. After about an hour's wait, they became rather worried.
Niccolo. Is it not time that Benno returned with the Khan soldiers? Yes. Mayhap it would be better if one of us went after him and found out the meaning of this delay. Seems that my son Marco may be in some danger. The Khan may also be in danger. I think we had better leave the palace now. One of us must remain here. Quiet. Someone comes. I ask pardon for intruding on two of my guests. Oh, come, Argon, you are welcome. Have you seen anything of the Khan and Marco Polo? I have not seen them for the past hour. Why do you wish to speak with them? Oh, it matters not. I can tell you why you wish to speak with them. You know that I have been plotting against the Khan. You know the whole story, do you not, Niccolo Polo? I do know the whole story. Where is Marco? Marco Polo and the Khan are in the dungeons beneath this palace. And you shall soon join them in another dungeon. What does this mean? Have you dared to place the Khan in the dungeon? I have. You will be punished for this, Argon. We know that you lied to the Khan about the governor, Akambal. But you cannot defy the might of Kubla Khan. There is an army camp within the city. I know it. But before that army reaches here, I will be safely away with all my riches. And Kubla Khan will be dead. Dead? Yes, the Khan will die. And Marco Polo will die. They will be poisoned, just as I poisoned Akambal. They will be given water to drink very soon. And when they drink it, they shall die. You too will live to tell the tale. When the soldiers of the Khan's army come to the palace, they will find you in the dungeons. They will also find the bodies of Marco Polo and the Khan. It is madness. You would not dare do such a thing. My plans are laid. I'm leaving Ziamba very shortly. I have decided to let you live. I do not believe in useless killing. But the Khan and Marco Polo must die, or they will live to hound me down. Now my soldiers will take you to the dungeons. Come, seize these two men. Here we are, Gon. You're young, foolish, and headstrong. You do not know the power of Kublai Khan. He is the ruler of a mighty empire. You are but a young upstart. You dare to slay him, you will be hounded from the face of the earth. If Kubla Khan is dead, he can send no one to seek vengeance. What of his son? He will rule after his father's death. Do you not think he will seek to avenge his father? I know not and I care not. I know only that I have earned great riches. I have defied the might of Kubla Khan. I have slain his governor, Akambar. Soon I will be far away from here. The Khan will be dead. Now you shall be taken to the dungeons. You will live to regret this. I think not. And you will possibly be surprised to find your servant Benno down below in one of the dungeons. He attempted to leave the palace, but my men had orders to stop him. Doubtless he wished to carry a message to the leader of the Khan's army, but that message will not be delivered. And the Khan is soon to die. (laughs) 